hi guys welcome or welcome back to unscripted with leave my name is olivia tutu the podcast butterfly we are finally on episode 12 guys hasn't been easy but we made it through we made it through yes so now today's episode is creative space because i get to sit down and have a conversation with k plus who's the host of the that z podcast as well as a radio owner and businessman k plus has been in the zambian entertainment industry for over 15 years now you definitely want to listen to him we laughed we it, it was beautiful i enjoyed myself i hope you do catch me on the other side as i have a word with k plus yes So when I was coming for this interview, I usually like calling it conversations. I was excited but a little bit nervous because you are in the space of podcasting. Yeah. You have done massive podcasts with amazing people. And so having you on Unscripted with Leave, I had emotions, mixed emotions. I was excited, but then again, I was like, I don't know what to expect. Yeah. And I think before we started recording, I told you to say, I want too much of the energy. Because a lot of people say I'm lazy, like I talk lazy. <laughs> yeah. So having someone like you who's got massive energy, like energy is just flowing, flowing, flowing. I'm a little bit on the edge. Okay. I just hope I get to infuse it. So thank you for coming to UK Plus again. I was going to say your original name, but... My government name. <laughs> yes, your government name, but I always have challenges. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm white-ish-ish because -ish. <laughs> I think most people have challenges. But thank you for coming through to Unscripted with Leave. Not a problem. Uh, it's, it's always a pleasure. I think podcasting is a, it's a form of art. It's an art form that I mm. feel we really need to push in this country. So yeah. if we can help each other, we need to do that as much as possible. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you're going to call me even on a Sunday night, I'm going to show up because... Mm -hmm. It's an art form that I feel needs. Yeah. Like, even just the word podcasting is still very new in this country. So very new. We need to have it out there a whole lot more yeah, for us to... as much as we can. Yeah, as mm -hmm. much as we can in order for us to, you know, get the word out there, let people know, buy into the idea, and let mm -hmm. podcasting grow in this country. That's why I came. That's why I showed up. Yeah. You know, when a friend of mine was recommending your podcast, uh, she just said, there's this guy. I'm like, where is he coming from? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Like, who's this guy? Where's he from? How come? You know, yeah. because you made so much noise that most of the people that know that I'm a podcaster had to contact me and say, yo, you've got to check out his content. He's very good. Now, so a lot of people don't know where you come from and all that. I'm going to ask a very cliche question, but very important. Mm -hmm. Who is K Plus and how long have you been in the industry? Um, who is K Plus? K Plus is a Coppola born, Coppola raised. Uh, radio enthusiast and now podcast enthusiast mm -hmm. and basically I've had passion for radio from from the time I can from as far back <laughs> as my memory my memory can take me uh -huh, mm -hmm. I've been like a serious radio enthusiast I mean yeah. like even just growing up I would always imagine where the voices were coming from mm -hmm. when I'd be listening to radio and all that even TV I'd be watching and wondering, wondering how those pictures are coming to the TV yeah. but most importantly for me radio all the time like I'd even blame my dad, I think, for making me fall in love with radio. Mm -hmm. Wherever my dad would be seated, yeah. there would be a radio nearby. Nice. If he's at home, uh, he loved, you know, his alcoholic beverages on a weekend. There would always be a radio under the tree where he'd be seated. Uh -huh. uh, if we're driving to school or from school, there would be a radio on all the time. Mm -hmm. To the point where I think it became so much a part of me. Mm -hmm. 
and the curiosity would grow every year and by the time I think I was like in grade five, six, seven, I I really had this desire to see what a radio station looks like and mm-hmm. my first trip to Lusaka, you grew up in Lusaka, right? <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yeah. I did. My first trip to Lusaka was in 1998. Wow. Yeah, I was in grade seven then. Mm-hmm. And... One of the first things I wanted to see, because I, I was a serious fan of Radio Phoenix, and one of the things I really wanted to see first, more than anything else, mm-hmm. National Assembly building, forget all that, mm-hmm. I wanted to see Radio Phoenix. Wow. Okay. Findoko House, people are excited about I just wanted to see where Radio people Phoenix was. People are excited was. about Findoko House. Okay. Yeah, 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 you grew up in Lusaka. You see these things every day, so uh, you wouldn't know the excitement people have when yeah. you come to Lusaka. Mm-hmm. People want to see Manda Hill more, things like that. I just wanted to see Radio, Radio Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, day two, my first trip to Lusaka. Mm-hmm. My cousin, uh, Nyamalanji. We get on the taxi, we go there, we met presenters like Alcal. Mm-hmm. Um, who did I meet that day? I can't remember anybody else I met that day, but there was Alcal. He actually works here where we are right now. Mm-hmm. He's Park Moore. Yeah. There's what, Lusaka Music Radio? Mm-hmm. He works there now. Yeah. yeah, so he took us around the radio station, the production studios, the on air studios, and I was just mind blown. Yeah. Yeah, to a point where parents are asking me what I want to be when I grow up. And you mentioned radio. You know, back then, parents would be so upset yeah. when you mentioned mm-hmm. an art form that you want to yeah. do when you grow up. Mm-hmm. And I would mention radio and like, no, no, no. So after that, I started lying about things that I wanted to do. <laughs> I want to be a lawyer. Want I want to be, be a, a doctor. Yeah, at least it's you know, a little bit prestigious. Yeah, dignified uh-huh. things like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, fa- fast forward, that was what, 98? Yeah. Fast forward uh, about seven, eight years from then. Seven, eight, nine? Yeah. Yeah, about nine years later, I got my first radio gig. That was in 2007. Mm-hmm. I auditioned at YRFM. And this is after auditioning with every radio station in Lusaka. I couldn't get a job. Yeah. And I didn't want to do anything else in life, mm-hmm. to be honest. Wow. My parents pushed for me to do any- anything else, yeah. you know. Studying We're gonna business get to administration. That. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I've been in yeah. the radio industry from 2007. That's uh, 2007. How old were you? 22. 22. Yeah, wow. when I got into radio. 22. So, so I've been in radio that long. I, I, I guess it wasn't that much of an issue transitioning from radio to podcasting, yeah? How has no. it been? Has it been different? Um, well, of course, the difference, the major difference being podcasting is what recorded media right yeah yeah so not having a live audience live phone-ins yeah i think that's the major difference and something mm-hmm. i've had to deal with especially my first two three episodes i'm sure mm-hmm. you noticed that yeah and the hardest thing is ours is a video podcast that's a podcast mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's both video and audio yeah and i'll be very honest with you i'm a very <laughs> nervous person in front of the camera <laughs> Extremely... says your, your face is good for, for radio. <laughs> Your face is good for radio. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah he means more as a diss, but hey. Yeah. Anyway, we, 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 we tease each other like mm-hmm. that. So, yeah. I'm sure if you watch the episodes, you notice from episode one, two, three, I think maybe up to five, mm-hmm. I'm sweating and nervous almost half the time I'm yeah. doing the podcast. Yeah, so. But now you have a hang of it. I think I'm slowly getting a hang of it. I mean, we even have a camera here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, now, so, yeah. 22, was it the time you went to university or that was after? At age 22. That I did what? Was it the time you went to university or... Because you said you started oh, radio when you were 22, I yeah? I actually did one year of university when I was 20... 20, 20 years old. So now you go to school, yeah. you do a whole year, and you decide to drop out. Mm-hmm. 
What was your dad's reaction? <laughs> How uh, was he, it? He, like? Here's the dropout. It's not really like you know what mid semester you're like ah you know what f it let me. Let it's me not leave. my thing. Uh-huh. No no no. It's more of flopping. Ah. Yeah. So flopping. the grades sent you out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and not that I cared anyway. Because I'll tell you one thing mm-hmm. about how I found myself in university. Anyway, yeah. So I finished my high school, mm-hmm. and I already knew what I wanted to do. If not mm-hmm. hustling on the streets, I want to be in radio. Mm-hmm. So I get into the hustle. I think just fresh out of high school, I go to Solaris and start selling cell phones in the streets. And cell phones were like really new back then, yeah, like yeah. 2003, four. Was an in thing. Ooh, <laughs> cell phones back then were good business. Really good business, mm-hmm. yeah. So I got so lazy. There's no cell phone shops. Some friends, op- some friends opened up some shops. I, I go there to help them, and I, I start growing as well in business. Yeah. And while there, like a year into it, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm even thinking of opening up a shop for myself now. And my parents called me January of 2006, mm-hmm. and they called me and said, "We've already paid everything. You're going to university. You're going to study business administration. Oh, wow. You're already in business. So you're going to study business." <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? I'm not ready for school. Uh-huh. Like, no, you're not going to waste your life mm-hmm. just on the street selling cell phones. Ah, that was the end of my business, uh, hustling in Solezi. I got on the bus from Solezi. I didn't even go to Kitwe. I didn't even go home mm-hmm. to pick up my stuff. Yeah. Solezi straight. My parents said they're going straight to school. Came yeah. to Osaka. And, and school started. started. And I think one thing they overlooked was my passion for radio. Because even though I came to Osaka to do my you know, degree and all, I was in radio stations every day. Oh, wow. Think of any radio station which was open in Lusaka in 2006. Mm-hmm. I was there every day. Wow. So I was either at Honef, Honefem chilling mm-hmm. with Kostamo. You know Kostamo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kostamo when he was, uh, I think, head of production there. Then we would be chilling there. Mm-hmm. I would even feature on his uh, show, College Nights, mm-hmm. make a bit of noise. It was one of the most live shows he ever had when I was on, man. Yeah. No lie. College nights, uh, I would be at Hot FM with Tony Rollercoaster then, yeah, yeah. or at QFM with KB Killer Beats. Mm-hmm. I was always at a radio station. All the time. Never All had the time. time for books. I never had time for class. Like, next thing you know, semester is over, like, exams next week. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so and now the, the news reaches your mom and dad. That have flopped and yeah. I have to drop out. Mm-hmm. Did they just say, you know what, do whatever you want now, or they still try to push? They, they figured, um, since I had good grades in English, I had like a distinction in English, distinction mm-hmm. in history. Yeah. They figured maybe they pushed me into the wrong course mm-hmm. and maybe I should have been in school of law. Wow. Yeah, so they started pushing me <laughs> in that direction. Mm-hmm. But then it's in that period where they were trying to push me in that direction mm-hmm. that... I, are we going to talk about how I got into radio? I can push that in now? Yeah, no, you can push <laughs> it now. All right. It's in that period where they're trying to push me into some law school somewhere mm-hmm. that I'm in my room. I've lost my hustle in Solwezi. I've flopped out of university and I'm in my parents' house in my bedroom. And I'm playing around with the radio because I'm looking for something new to listen to. And I'm playing around with a tuner and I pick yeah. music. Mm-hmm. And back in the day, it was rare for two, three songs to play mm-hmm. without the radio DJ coming in. Remember how people used to piss us off so much with yeah, talking? Yeah, yeah. And then I'm listening to this radio station. Three, four songs, nobody has spoken. And I'm like, oh, but that's new. And I continue listening. Mm-hmm. Ten minutes later, some guy comes on the radio and says, if you can hear this, call this number. It's a radio station, brand new in Kitwe, doing test transmission. And I quickly dialed the number. Yeah. Hi, hi. Uh, my name is Kalenga, and I stumbled upon your radio station by accident. 
by accident. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure you're in uh-huh. Kitwe? It's a new radio station. You're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to be the first commercial radio station in Kitwe. I'm like, wow. I'm coming to work for you guys. And that's what I said. Mm-hmm. I'm coming to work for you guys. Yeah. And the guy on the other end of the line laughs. He says, yeah, but there's a whole process. You have to audition yeah. and apply and mm-hmm. whatever. I said, I'm coming to work for that radio station. Mm-hmm. Long story short, two months later, I was on the breakfast show of that radio station. Nice. Yeah. Would you say the confidence has always been there? Because who calls somebody <laughs> and says, I'm coming to work for you? Honestly. I knew. You know why? Uh-huh. I think God had prepared me so much for that radio opportunity because... Mm-hmm. I had been through so many radio auditions. Yeah. And you know, when that opportunity comes, you can just feel it. It's yours. Mm-hmm. One of the first things that made me feel it was, look, there's never been a commercial radio station on the Copper Belt. Yeah. This is the first one. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of anyone who's been through more auditions on the Copper Belt than I have. Yeah. So I know exactly what these guys are going to be looking mm-hmm. for. So when I went in there, yeah. my confidence was like 100. Like I just knew what to say, when to say it. They called me mm-hmm. or a week later saying... Yours is actually one of the best auditions. You have to come work. Wow. Yeah, and the rest is history. That's how I started radio in 2007. Now, so after dropping out of school yeah. in business, your passion is radio. Why didn't you go do mass comm? Or journalism at least? Um, there's two things happening at this point in my life. Eh? Yeah. I read a lot. Mm-hmm. I think this is one thing we established in our friendship oh, yeah, early yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I read a lot and I think, let's call it miseducation. Yeah, it's education, but maybe just not conventional education. I had read too many books done by guys like Richard Branson, you know the likes people who had dropped out and succeeded. <laughs> <laughs> I had that moment last year when exams were crazy. I'm just like, you know what? There's so many people who have who dropped succeeded. out. And I was like, K plus is doing well. Who am I, honestly? Yeah, I, I so. had a lot of us have had that thought, but it's just that we're not confident enough, Serious, we're not courageous eh? enough to just say, you know what? Screw it. <laughs> I'm going to pursue my passion. Yeah, so I think in that period, I started feeling, you know what? But these are things you can't tell your parents. Right? You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still going to make it Yeah. without the conventional education that mm-hmm. you want me to get. Yeah. I had read too many books. The Magic mm-hmm. of Thinking Big. I had read the, uh, Think and Grow Rich. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, The Richest Man in Babylon. <laughs> you know the books, all these yeah, success. Yeah. success you had it all figured out. You had a plan. Yeah, so I knew I was going to get into radio, then I was going to start a side hustle, uh, hiring out sound system and doing events. But then radio wasn't paying well back in the day, right? And I'll, I'll not even hide from you my first salary. And I don't think it is now, still. No. So how, sh- like, honestly, if you say you want to do business, you want to grow a maze, you know, to say you're going to get... <laughs> quite a huge sum of money yeah. out of that but then this is a career path that is not paying much yeah. but you still want to dedicate your whole life to it um i think i've always been business minded like uh-huh. even when i was getting into radio yeah i quickly saw the connections radio was giving me and how i was going to use them nice so in my first six months to a year of radio mm-hmm. i started a business called plus one media mm. which Maybe even today still makes me more money than any other hustle in my life. Mm-hmm. Like even right now, we just a day ago we finished a road show with Atlas Mara Bank. Nice. I do road shows for Absa Bank, Atlas Mara. Mm-hmm. Um, 
a lot of malls I have relationships with, so when they're doing events, I yeah. handle those events. Nice. Even here, Builders Warehouse, that's my clients. Nice. They pay me very Look well. <laughs> yeah. He's speaking money because every single time on his podcast, it's always <laughs> about the money. I'm a businessman. Oh, and I was actually going to ask how you can, how one can convert their passion and skill into you know having an income out of it because i think we have so many people that are doing so well yeah. in the entertainment industry but they don't know how to monetize whatever skill they have now mm. how was it for you transitioning from or just getting the little change you were getting from your workplace to yeah. working for yourself and eventually getting good money and good deals like you mentioned um i think having a business mind really helps and i'll, I'll make reference to myself and how oh like i mentioned the six months into my first radio job, mm-hmm. my salary was 600 kwacha. Yeah. What can you do with 600 kwacha? Mm. <laughs> Even back then, it wasn't enough. Even back then, it wasn't enough. <laughs> yeah. And I'll tell you exactly what I did with my first salary. Mm-hmm. 600 kwacha got me a pair of sneakers, um. cheap ass pair of sneakers, <laughs> a pair of jeans and a t-shirt and the whole salary is gone. That's a whole 600 kwacha wow. gone. That was my first salary. Mm. Imagine that. Drip is forever though. <laughs> You had to look the part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I only bought those clothes because I was emceeing a gig later that night. Oh. So I needed new clothes. <laughs> and my whole salary gone. I couldn't uh-huh. even buy my parents anything. That's uh-huh. a sound of uh-huh. yeah. But like I said, I started seeing the opportunity early, mm-hmm. uh, early on as to how my position in society now mm-hmm. as a radio presenter could make me money. Yeah. Because I started doing radio programs. I was the first radio presenter for MTN on the Copper Bell. Nice. So that started paying me a bit, mm-hmm. but the bigger opportunity I saw was I'm now talking to big people. At like MTN. I am right now. <laughs> well, talking to big people in the, the big podcasting boys. industry. <laughs> yes. So at MTN, uh, I would go. You can have this on record. I would actually go to Buana's bosses at MTN and mm-hmm. lie to them, and I would say, <laughs> I have a sound system that MTN uh-huh. needs to start using for road shows. Uh-huh. I did not have that sound system. Wow. Yeah, but it's an idea to uh-huh. how you can also start a business without money. I started my first company without money. I went to MTN, told the boss, you need to use my sound system for your roadshows, your events and whatever. Sh- they, they said no. I went there a week later, they said no. I went there two weeks later, they said no. I went there three weeks later, they said no. I went there four, they said no. Until one day, like, you know what? Mm-hmm. The general manager at MTN says, this guy is beginning to annoy me. Ew, I can't course. keep seeing him here for <laughs> the same day. thing every day. Mm-hmm. My philosophy in life, persistence overcomes resistance. Hmm. Can you please give him what he wants? Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, in fact, we've got the agricultural show coming up. We need sound system. Are you able to supply? I said, yes. <laughs> okay. So you know what I do? Uh-huh. They even asked me to write a quotation and everything. I take it there. They like the figures. I inflated the figures. Wow. I don't even have a sound system. And then I go to a guy... <laughs> Who had seen advertising on to my bill, to my, you know, these things that right, sound system yeah, for hire. Yeah, uh-huh, I uh-huh. called him up, said, guy, look, I've got a deal with MTN. How much are you going to charge me per day? Mm. He gives me a figure. It's nothing close to what I quoted uh, MTN. It's like, peanuts. Mm. <laughs> I book him. I even pay him in advance because they gave me a down payment uh-huh. and I pay him in advance. Wow. And I've got a lot of change from the down payment. Mm-hmm. We do the four days with MTN. Mm-hmm. Diligently, we work. MTN pays me the rest of the money. Yeah. And I asked the guy, very nice sound system. How much mm. can you sell me this? Lo and behold, the way God works, the figure he gave me to buy his sound system yeah. is exactly the money I had. Nice. I just dug into my pocket. Here you go. <laughs> I booked a truck. 
and I went home with sound system and I started having events. MTN was very happy with the service I provided. Uh-huh. It's like giving gig after gig after nice. and I started making money, moved out of my parents' house, I moved to an expensive neighborhood. Mm. I bought a car. <laughs> Yo. With six hundred kwacha salary, but my side also kwacha. started. So it's know, always seeing the bigger picture. Always see the big picture. And having a business mind. Yes. I always feel in whatever talent God has given you, there's mm-hmm. a business opportunity in there. So now how do you leverage that? Because I think it's not everybody who's like, oh my God, I can do ABCD. You know? Mm. You have the confidence. You have the courage. You're bold. You And the persistence. And the persistence, yes. You're K plus. It's just, it feels like no wow. one can say no to you. Literally. A lot of people say no, but that's where the persistence comes into uh-huh. play. Yeah. Be persistent. People will say no because I think we're all tuned to say no as human beings. Yeah. And I think objection is something you're going to find at every step in business. People will say no the first time. Yeah. But one other philosophy I have, people like to do business with people they know, like, and trust. Uh-huh. So make a person your friend, then they'll do business with uh, you. So I use nice. that a lot. Yeah. Make, your, make, the, make the person your friend and then do business with them. I, I do that a lot, yeah. Now, I'm going to be like Elson and I'm going to draw back the school <laughs> issue. <laughs> Just for the sake of it. Elson sent I, you up. <laughs> no, he did not. But I think he's always attacking you in this whole thing. Mm-hmm. But you dropped out of school because you wanted to pursue your passion. Would you advise your children to do that? Should they want to do that in life? Or maybe you won't even allow them to go through that. Instead, you allow them to pick out their own journey. Because I think parents are in the habit of saying, no, go do law, go do medicine, you got good grades, or you're smart. Or when you were a kid, you would do A, B, C, D. So this is the career path we want you to take. All my children are coming to work for me, and they're all going to start a business. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. But yeah, there's that too. Yeah, okay. Um, with my kids, here's the thing. Eh? Mm-hmm. I'm working so hard right now to create an environment mm-hmm. in which they can choose to be whatever they want to be. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if, say for instance, my firstborn daughter, Kisu mm-hmm. decides she wants to be a musician one day. And I know mm, in Zambia, the yeah. money is not that good. I have to create an environment where mm-hmm. she'll still be able to flourish yeah. even while pursuing the music. The music. Mm-hmm. So, which is what I'm saying, she'll need somehow to learn how to run the family business. Mm-hmm. Right now, I own two radio stations. Yeah. She needs to learn how to run those businesses. And I'm still growing other businesses that she's going to be able to run so, while she's doing her music. Which gets back to the fact that she needs that degree. Well, or maybe if she says, I'm going to be like daddy, I'm going to read my business <laughs> books and I want to attend class. Wow. You know what? Mm-hmm. That's a tough question. Come think of it. Huh? <laughs> you know. Um, That's probably how your parents thought when they were telling you to go to school. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm seeing it more now. Okay. You know what? If I, if uh-huh. I feel like if maybe I had my degree, maybe mm-hmm. the... The, the place where I'm at today I probably would have gotten there earlier mm-hmm. because I'll be honest with you uh, just reading these business books by these motivation speakers doesn't have every element of business in them Yeah. so sometimes I would go for meetings and fail to express myself fully in terms of business and I'll lose a deal because of that so maybe yeah. if I had a bit more of business education yeah. I would have excelled quicker 
mm-hmm. and I would love my child to excel quicker than I did. Mm. Yeah, because a lot of what I'm doing today came in my mid 30s, you know what I mean? So, but at least you were the youngest person to own a radio station in Zambia, at least. So, that's something uh, to celebrate, honestly. The first radio station was when? When I was 31? Two? Yeah, in your early 30s. Yeah, something a little birdie told me. So, for me, I'm just like, oh, you know, there's a this bunch of birdies giving out too much info now. <laughs> no, but honestly, that's something to be thankful for. Yeah. It probably would have come when you were a little bit younger, but either way, it came through and you've achieved something for yourself, yeah? Yeah, true. Mm. Now, so again, I read somewhere that you had the Rewind Party. You would host the Rewind Party. <laughs> and, you know, when I was reading, yeah. I was like, I so need to attend this. And I was like, oh, oh I do one this year. Really? Yeah, we are. I'm definitely coming. You should. I'm you an should. old soul. I'm just Serious? like, yes. Oh, you should. So when I, when I read that, and then like the last one was in 2019 2018 yeah i've seen the photos though no i haven't checked oh. i'm definitely going to see them yeah you should yeah so i was like oh my god but what happened i'm like maybe they're not the big boys <laughs> so they don't have time but no 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 yeah we're doing it so we're doing it in lusaka the rewind party i can brag on record is zambia's biggest throwback event that's definitely. one of my attendees seated there uh-huh yeah she attended the last one and she yeah. was mind blown as well Mm-hmm. So this is an idea that I was born as I was uh, on my grind in Solwezi. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what's her name again? Ah, okay, the name has gone. One of these influential women in um, Zambia. Mm-hmm. I can't remember her name. And she's influential. <laughs> wow. We While I was in Solwezi. Mm-hmm. Okay, the name has just escapes me right now. Mm-hmm. Ah, crap. It's just completely gone. <laughs> It'll come back uh-huh. a little later. So at this event, mm-hmm. you know Wesley Muyen Benjovo? Yes, yes. That click. Uh-huh. Remember the lady she chose with what? Uh... Uh... Okay. Wesley and that click of ladies. They had some ladies event in um, Solwezi. Mm-hmm. So last minute, they invite me to DJ at the event. Yeah. And I did a lot of throwback music. Mm-hmm. And the dance floor was packed for like a whole hour yeah. plus. And any DJ will tell you to keep a certain age group on the dance floor is a very difficult thing. Mm-hmm. And I killed it. Yeah. And from there, I thought, you know what? This age group is lacking events like these. Yeah. So I did the first one in party in Solwezi, the second one in Kitwe. And every time I would do one, sold out. Yeah. Solwezi sold out. Kitwe sold out. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to Lusaka yeah. to do this gig. And the big city. The, the land big of city. opportunities. <laughs> yeah. And people are discouraging me. Dude, people won't come to a mm-hmm. gig in Lusaka if they don't know who's organizing it. It has to always be the PR girls or RNG or yeah. what. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? I'm not the kind of guy to give up on hearsay. I'm yeah. doing this gig and I'm mm-hmm. going to choose the biggest venue I can find. So wow. that I prove to you. Hmm. And I went to Manda Hill more. I said, I want the upper car park, the whole of it. I read that too. Yeah. I was like, oh, it was filled? <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. We did it. Wow. We did it. Sponsors doubted us to the last day we had no sponsor. Mm-hmm. You know where you're pushing a gig? Yeah. The gig is tomorrow, Saturday, Friday night. Mm-hmm. UBA Bank calls and says, we've seen this gig you're doing and how much traction it has gained. Yeah. We want to be the official sponsor. Wow. Friday, we're thinking of canceling the event because we can't pay anyone. Yeah, on yeah. the day of the event mm-hmm. artists those Aussie those who what yeah. we don't have money to pay any of the artists we had already booked mm-hmm. and UBA calls on the Friday night wow. we had an official sponsor and we just made noise about it on social media nice. and the gig was such a huge success I actually got a booking to do the same gig in Australia ha. 
you Big didn't find boys. that you didn't find that part in, in your research did you no i did not oh. you don't give out too much information about you i usually market my works not oh, myself yeah and most of the times you're the one who is doing the interview and not being yeah. interviewed no we we the little sock on is massive yeah and i think what really attracted people was the advertising we said mm-hmm. come in your former school uniforms ah. and people showed up in their former school I, uniforms i saw i saw yeah. a picture of you <laughs> in short <laughs> yes i left i was actually i was like i should probably use this in my promo video uh. No, just you should. For Permission just. granted, yeah. Honestly, I laughed. I was like, wow, <laughs> I definitely need to be at the next one because I, I love old school. Whatever's vintage, Ooh. I'm a fan. So people I'm, showed up. Yeah. We had people coming from Southern Province on a bus. They are saying, we're well, former Hillcrest uh-huh. uh, Secondary School, Techn- yeah. Hillcrest Technical School pupils. Yeah. We've had a tailor make 25 <laughs> uniforms for the guys, 30 for the girls who are coming. On a, and they came. <laughs> We had people coming in from Kito in school uh-huh. uniforms, yeah. St. John's Convent, Kabulonga mm-hmm. Girls. Mm-hmm. Because what we would do is, uh, the 30 days before the event, every day would post a school uniform. Mm-hmm. And whichever school would see that, they would tag each other. Tag, mm. tag. Yeah. Kabulonga Girls would tag each other. Are we doing a, a, a number two? Yeah, we're or doing maybe it. we're doing a, a different I theme. will not disclose who even encouraged me to do the gig this year. Mm-hmm. But it's a big bank. And they just called out of the blue saying, I haven't done this event in years. We want to take it up. So we're doing the uniform. Yes, we are. Yes. <laughs> I should probably get mine ready. Which school yeah? Helen Kaunda. Kids right? Yes. <laughs> we're all coming to Lusaka. You're that's a where they like person, eh? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I no was wonder there from, the vibe. Yeah, I was there from like 10 to 12. No yeah. wonder the energy. Yeah, the, explains a oh, lot. Oh, wow. It's a proper vibe and so energy, now, yeah. Um, I was asking you before the recording, why is everyone from the Copa Boat coming to Lusaka? Um, the unfortunate thing is, I think Keto people are very energetic when it comes to hustling and all. Mm-hmm. I mean, how can you not be? We've had examples before us of people, I shouldn't even mention on this. Yeah. People who just... <laughs> Here's the thing about Copa Boat people. Mm-hmm. We don't ask for permission. We just do it. We ask for forgiveness after we do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we just do it and ask for forgiveness later. people I think the other two people we can liken ourselves to Nigerians mm-hmm. and Chinese people mm-hmm. we don't wait to be given an opportunity we just we mm-hmm. when we knock and you don't open we'll break the door down <laughs> <laughs> violence yes uh-huh. we will break the door down yeah. now the unfortunate thing about the copper belt is Zambia is very Lusaka centric mm-hmm. to a level where all the decisions are made in Lusaka. Lusaka. Mm-hmm. So if I'm on the Copper Belt and I want, say, to do a rewind party, I want a sponsor, I have to travel to, to Lusaka, Lusaka to meet a brewery, mm-hmm. to meet a bank. Mm-hmm. That tires me. Yeah. And now I own a radio station in Nakonde and in Shinsali. Yeah. And to run a radio station, you need big companies advertising with you. Mm-hmm. You need the Trade Kings, you need Absa Bank, you need the big boys. Mm-hmm. All of them, the decision makers are here. Yeah. And even when you do work for them, they're not going to pay you just like that if you're not, you know, bothering them. Yeah. You have to come back to Lusaka to ask for your money. You have to knock on doors. Now, mm-hmm. how much fuel am I going to be spending if I live in Nakonde or Kito every week to come and, yeah. you know, check on my payments mm-hmm. and to check for new business? Yeah. I'm better off here than send the business back home. So it's why we're all here. I'm, I'm sure you saw Maki too by the oh, table yeah, there. Yeah, I, was, I, I think that's... Is he still there? Oh no, he's left. That's one of the reasons why I was just like, everybody's in Lusaka. Let me give you a list of... People, <laughs> people dominating in Kito. Uh-huh. I mean, Kito people, uh, people dominating in Lusaka. Yeah. Maki too. 
who's got a huge reality show coming out. Oh, nice. Oh, it's huge. Does uh, you? Why has a big TV station, I will not mention names, let's call it X Channel Station. X. Yes. <laughs> Why have they picked on Market 2 and no other artists in Zambia to uh-huh. do a major reality show? Nice. So that's coming out. Mm-hmm. So no names mentioned about what's happening there. Who else is dominating their space? You I'm, too. That's the podcast uh, is... That's that podcast, Coppola. It's literally like the biggest podcast in Zambia. And we're, we're trying to push it to greater heights. I mean, like I said earlier, we're trying to do this for the culture. Mm-hmm. We're trying to show people um, on-demand content is where entertainment is going. Yeah. It's the reason why Netflix is growing. We got another platform yeah. because I want to watch a movie when I want to watch it. Wherever I want to watch it. Wherever from. I want to watch it. Yeah. People want to listen to a radio show when they want it. Yeah. Not at nine hours. Uh, radio Radio X. No. Yeah. But podcasting. You, you can always go back. Rewind. Oh, Liv had an episode yeah. where they spoke about how to make money. Oh, she's got a podcast. Oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a podcast for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And look at how, even in America, the biggest platforms they have now for, in terms of uh, a radio kind of format, podcasting. Mm-hmm. Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Which presenter in America is getting paid as much as Joe Rogan? And it's not a radio station. No. It's just a simple studio. Uh-huh. But Spotify are paying him so much. Yeah. South Africa, Mac G. Mm-hmm. How much is that guy making? Mm-hmm. He has himself declared from his own mouth to say, podcasting has paid him more than any radio station ever paid him. Nice. It shows you where the future is heading. It's mm-hmm. podcasting, man. Podcasting so keep pushing unscripted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's the one thing you did when you were young that you think has brought you this far? Uh, reading, a lot. Now? reading a lot. Reading a lot. This generation doesn't have time to read. <laughs> <laughs> I just um, started reading uh, on Friday because yeah. I think after I did my self-care routine in inverted commas, I just felt like, you know what, I need to get back. And it's so refreshing, but then there isn't time. I usually dedicate an hour to read, but then you find <laughs> that an hour isn't enough, mm. you know, because you want to read and then there's school and then you have to do like, a side hustle and then, you know, there's like a bunch of things going yeah. on. What did I do when I was young? I think I was a lazy bastard at some point. I think my whole life until... I think being found with people doing bigger things than you. Mm-hmm. If you can't read... I know we're calling them mentors nowadays. Yeah. But I had people I'd admired. Like Whatever field you're going to branch into, find people that you admire and make friendships with them. You people are busy. Um, I'm speaking on behalf of everybody who said, you know what, I really like this person, but they never pick up. Or they, I don't know how tried? to find them. Who have you tried? I've tried Ntelemans. And I always say this, like whenever I post her on my status, I'm like my father's and mentor. And then everybody's like, Ntelemans is your mentor. I'm like, you know. Um, but I, I'll give a practical example yeah. of her. Not that I've tried to like reach out, but then the thought is, where do I start from? Here's where we start from. And here's something that's worked for me. And a lot of business people I know, not in Zambia, but people I've read from, people like Les Brown. Mm -hmm. You follow Les Brown. Yeah. Um, Grant Cardone. Mm -hmm. uh, The list can go on. And Bob Proctor and them. And here's something that, it's it's a common, it's a thread running through all their stories. Yeah. Give before you receive. Give before you receive. Give before you receive. And in your case, how are you giving? Have you, let's give an example of Mutale Mwanza. Yeah. As we're here. Um, Montale likes having a PA around. Have you offered your services for free? I'm gonna tell you everything off. <laughs> <laughs> you have? 
No, I haven't. So the thing is, yeah, I just don't even know where to start from. Um, honestly, it's 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 different if you can bump into someone randomly or when you can text and they respond. Call me on Wednesday. We can go to a house. <laughs> Wednesday, I've got a date. <laughs> Yay! No, but on a serious note, yeah. though, I think a lot of people get to see all the controversy that's on social media. Yeah. But I think behind all that, ah, there's a, a strong woman. Salimonza is a pusher. Exactly. Serious. Let's, you know what? I think while we're on your show, let's try <laughs> calling her. Just uh, <laughs> see if she picks up. Oh wow! Yo, guys, I'm getting I'm getting a date with Salimonza. Yeah. Let's just see if she. Oh, there, there we go. Wow. Oh my word, I still have, I've still saved us TT in my phone. Oh, like literally, it's TT. That's why she's called herself on radio. <laughs> ah, that was how long ago? Um, we actually did a breakfast show together Hi, when? Mm-hmm. To copy this tune. Um, 2009? Mm. Okay, she just got the lines. I'm sure, I'm sure she'll call me back. Mm-hmm. Oh crap, they're recording today. Ah. Today's Monday, huh? Yeah, Monday. Oh crap, yeah, they're recording. Tuvoinge? Yeah, ah, so. Okay. Anyway, when you remind me, we can do that link up. I, I'm telling you, offer your services for free. People buy into that idea. People buy into such mm. ideas. So you get to read a lot or you yep. find people that are doing great things in your industry yeah. or your line of work. Yeah. Anything else? Um, what's that phrase? I, I, I heard something very profound on Instagram today. Mm-hmm. If you walk around with what's that phrase again? Okay, it sounds a bit ableist, but try to pick the positive out of what I'm about to say. If you walk around with disabled people, you will soon develop a limp. Hmm. Or what's the other way of putting it? There's what? What other way can I put it? If you hang around the barber shop, soon enough you get a haircut. I think let me put it that way. Maybe that sounds more politically correct. Mm-hmm. If you hang around the barber shop, you soon get a haircut. Yeah. I'll give an example of myself. I hang around with a lot of radio station owners mm-hmm. to the point where it was becoming insane that I was not a radio station owner. Like, why don't you own a radio exactly. station already? <laughs> I would come to Lusaka with Gesh Groove. I'm sure you know Gesh Groove. Mm-hmm. He took me under his wing to a point where. He would do trips. We were both living in Kitwe then. Yeah. He would do trips to Lusaka. He would tag me along. Would come chill, and every Sunday there's a place where radio station owners would go and meet. Mm-hmm. Now this is a point in my life where I'm just a broadcast radio presenter, mm-hmm. and I would be seated at a t- round table full of radio station owners. I'm talking about people like Len Kawano of Rock FM, mm-hmm. um, Zach of Hot FM, the late Rest His Soul, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of radio station owners, and they're there. And you're the only radio presenter, like you're an employee. <laughs> These things rub off, eh? Yeah. They rub mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, and I'm not, I'm not talking too far back. I'm talking 2015, 2016, 17, somewhere yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I sit, sit at this table and think, I'm the only person around this table who's not doing anything significant in yeah. life. I need to work on this. Mm-hmm. And the way the law of attraction works, this is the other thing you need to do. Always believe mm-hmm. that what you're seeing, yeah. if you believe it, yeah. What you're seeing in your mind, if mm-hmm. you believe it, you can achieve it. Mm-hmm. And I would always sit around that table and think, I'll, I'm going to... I will, I will, mm-hmm. I will. Within two years, I was a radio station owner. Nice. Within three years, I was owning two radio stations. <coughs> okay, cool. This thing does work. It Low does of attraction work. works. Uh-huh. It does work. Yeah. Have a vision board. I have a vision board. Now, you do have a vision board. Yes, 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 I do. I'm... What's on your vision board? 
<laughs> okay, uh, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of something that I can disclose. I know there's a lot of money on it. Yes, yes, that's the thing. There's a lot of money. There's a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I want to do is start investing this year. So I've put out certain investments that I want to start with and then later on transition into the big ideas. What are you investing in? Yeah. So for a start, yeah. I, <clears throat> I'm looking at starting with Unitrust because they're sort of a safer way of investing. Risk averse, yes. Yes, and then I'm also looking at beginning to save up for my podcast equipment. Mm. Yeah, because I got some equipments, but they're very horrible. Like, psh, <laughs> ah, very terrible. China is not your friend. Um, yeah, it's very horrible. So I'm like, I, I want to get things that I can, that are user friendly. Get this. Yeah. Uh, this is a Zoom, what? I did a, took a screenshot yesterday. Ah, there it is. This is a Zoom P4. Mm get this you can put four microphones mm -hmm. or even just one you can record and it's only 285 dollars this is australian dollars not us oh. yeah so whenever you get that 25 dollars is not much it's like 2500 you can donate to the good cause since it's not to the culture yes to the yeah, culture. so much okay yeah. you're, you're a student <laughs> so it's seeming inaccessible exactly. right now yeah hmm. but I'll, I'll tell you what money is not um a lot of times like we ask people especially your age why haven't you started doing this no i don't have the money mm -hmm. money is not your first obstacle what is your mindset your mindset if you want to think bad enough to go out and fight for it to work day and night for it mm -hmm. to give up your time and your peace and sleep for it trust me with the help of god you achieve it you get it I'm being challenged right here, but okay. I've already told you how I started my first business with no money. With no <laughs> And I'll tell you how I opened my first radio station with yeah. no money. Yeah. That's the question you should have asked me. Mm. I was no I, I was, this is a point in my life where I was totally broke. I used to do that sound system hire business. Yeah. And it got me to know it got, got me knowing a lot of people yeah. in industries around. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Such that when a time came I've now got a radio station license in front of me hmm. and there are so many big bills close to 300,000 kwacha in hmm. total and you're telling you're giving this bill to a person who's got like a 12 kwacha in his account <laughs> I thought to myself you know what if it close the file this is not my kind of thing it's not working but how did I do it mm -hmm. <sighs> when you have faith and God sees that you have faith mm -hmm. faith is when you reach your end yeah. You put all your stuff together and it's not working and you still believe that beyond that is your possibility. Yeah. That's where God comes in, in that space. Hmm. Where I give up and just say, Lord, this is going to happen in the next 90 days. One way or the other. And I just held on to those words and I would affirm every day this is going to happen. I'm going to own this radio station. Yeah. A call comes in one day and I'm living in Ketwe. Mm -hmm. A call comes in from Lusaka, Barclays Bank, head office. Mm. And they say, dude, a few years ago, you did an event for us as Barclays Bank in Quito. Mm -hmm. We liked how you did that. Can you come to Lusaka? Okay. <laughs> and I'm thinking of how many companies, in, and I know Lusaka has a thousand companies yeah. that do what Barclays Bank head office called me for mm -hmm. from Kitwe. Yeah. I come, they ask me to do the job. And when writing the quotation, I ask the receptionist, dude, how much should I put on this? And he says, what problems do you have in life? Ah. <laughs> 
what problem charge according to the problems that's what he told me as a guy with barclays mm. the money is there yeah just put a figure there and the figure i thought of yeah. i put it there mm-hmm. and i went back upstairs to the directors of marketing at barclays then yeah and they told me this job has to start tomorrow we'll give you a down payment today wow the money was in my account the following morning Yo. We did the job in a week. They paid me the rest of the money in like two days after that. Mm-hmm. The radio station was opened in 30 days. That faith. Mm. I just said, this stuff really works. Why don't people use this? <laughs> the law of attraction faith is out works. there for everyone. Yes, You've yes. got your vision board. If you mm-hmm. already see that thing as already yours, mm-hmm. trust me. The moment you believe mm-hmm. that what you want is already yours, yeah. things start aligning themselves yeah. mm-hmm. for you. People start conspiring to help you. Yeah. That unit trust you're trying to do, mm-hmm. you just believe it's yours. Yeah. Things will just start happening. A call will just come. A friend will just bump into you and, oh, my uncle actually does. Yeah. They can help you. Mm-hmm, Dude, mm-hmm. things just work out that way. I'm talking too much, though. <laughs> I was going to say, we're actually exceeding the 30 minutes that we had. I should have told you that at the beginning. Oh, crap. I would have yes. edited or summarized my yes. talking. No, 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 but we're good. We're good. I think <laughs> I've gotten so much right yeah. now. I think I need to revisit my vision board for a start. <laughs> vision board here, I come because I think. Yeah. yeah, I will have to listen to this podcast. Really, <laughs> I, I really have to listen to this podcast and yeah, relearn no, because it, it sometimes somewhat seems easy when somebody's telling you to just start yeah. because they're already where they are now. But then having someone explain what they did, how they did it, yeah. it's like, oh, so you had the challenges, but you just pushed ahead. You know how people just, just start. No, I yeah. started, like, how, how do I start? You know, that's the one question that a lot of us ask. But before I let you go, would you like to say anything at all to the young creatives out there? Young creatives, guys, um, I always feel, you know, there's a little voice that speaks to all of us. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we ignore it because we let the voices outside, you know, be louder than the little voice inside. That little voice, listen to it, man. Like, listen to it. Mm -hmm. Do not let the voices outside drown that voice that's inside you. Yeah. Because that voice is coming from a bigger place. I think it's God telling you, dude, this is the vision I have for you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, and I, I know a lot of people can attest to this, a lot mm-hmm. of times you. You can go on. <laughs> I'm, I'm reading stuff on your phone right now. Maximum recording time for 60 minutes. Keep an eye on the clock. Yeah. Okay, we'll keep an eye. Yeah, so that voice I always feel comes from a bigger place. Mm-hmm. And you find that when you derail you become like who's that guy in the bible jonah who got swallowed by the whale Mm -hmm. because god had a vision for him in a direction where he needed to go yeah every time he diverted something bad happened to Mm -hmm. him Mm -hmm. i'm not saying something bad happened to you but maybe you find that you just struggle (laughs) oh it might Uh or you just find you're struggling more than you should Mm -hmm. but when you are aligned in your calling things flow Mm -hmm. you will have hardships but things flow yeah that's all I can say. And let's push podcasting. That's the other thing I want to say. Yay! Let's push podcasting, man. Like, really. Thank you so much for yeah. coming through. And thank you guys for listening up until the end. This has been Unscripted <laughs> with Leave. And like I say, I'm going to say it again. Don't forget to share. Subscribe if you're using Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. And of course, give me reviews. I love to read and listen to all your voice messages. And like I say, I'm going to say it again. I don't want to be known for what I'm against. I want to be known for what I'm for. And I'm for people. That's profound. Regardless of who you are, I love you. (laughs) But God loves you more. Bye, guys. Till next week.